please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hey guys, Greg McIntyre, the Elder Law guy. I'm doing a little work after hours at the house. Just finished eating dinner and I wanted to jump on because something from today and really from the last year or so has been bugging me. And, I, and, and you need to know this. So we draft a lot of financial powers of attorney. We draft those probably every single day. And I talk about how those are some of the most important documents that you could have while you're alive. And I want to tell you what to do if a bank says no. If a bank or financial institution, an investment company, an insurance company says, we're not going to honor this. And there might be some reasons why they do that. Number one, my first thought is one reason a bank or a financial institution where uh, a loved one, say your spouse, a parent, um, you know, owns stock or an insurance product uh, like an annuity um, you know, that pays out over time. Those are insurance company products. A lot of financial planners sell these things because they make money off them. And also the insurance company makes money off of them. If they didn't make money holding that product, they wouldn't sell it. They wouldn't try to hold on to it. So I have seen banks and I have spoken to clients who have been turned down trying to use legal, legally drafted, perfectly good genuine powers of attorney um, at the bank or at a financial institution. Maybe they're doing this by email, fax, or mail with a company out of New York. Um, I've even seen you know a company in Canada try to turn those down before those products down. The point is, if that happens, the bank is wrong. The financial institution is wrong. And they know they're wrong. And, and there's a few reasons why they might do that, okay? They might have an initial policy. They might run it by their legal department. You might think that an attorney is making that decision, but usually not. It's usually they're going off some broader policy, and they don't either understand the document or they're just turning you away to see what you will do and putting the ball back into your court, hoping that you will not be adversarial, that you will not move that asset, okay? And they know you're going to have to jump through some legal hoops to make them do it. Now, in an ideal world, a financial power of attorney would be presented. And please, if you've ever had a problem using a financial power of attorney for someone else, post it in the comments below. I'd love to have that discussion. Um, so let's say you're turned away and you don't move that product. Then that bank... That, that financial institution, that insurance company gets to keep that product and not necessarily do what you think needs to be done with that product or what, you know, your spouse wants to do with that product who's laid up or is not capable of doing that themselves at that point, which is why you have a financial power of attorney where you nominate someone to act as you. So think about that. They're telling someone that you've appointed as an agent, as a financial agent, which is the same as telling you legally because that person represents you. That person steps in your shoes for real estate, for banking transactions, investment transactions, legal transactions. 
um, all, all of the above, a general durable financial power of attorney that survives incompetency, incapacity, mental disability, lapse of time. So when it's like you walking into the bank and a financial institution, a financial planning firm, an insurance company telling you that you can't move your assets. You can't touch your assets or you can't cash out your assets. And they know that if you do that, they're going to lose control of those assets, which means they lose money. So I've seen that. That's, that is sometimes a motivation, right? That is sometimes wrongfully communicated or we're just trying to be careful or we're trying to be safe. Sometimes that may be the motivation to make sure that they're dealing with the right person. But yet they have this legally drafted, genuine, maybe recorded the register of deeds, either certified true copy or original of the power of attorney that the principal drafted. So if that happens, here are your options. Number one, I would ask to speak to their legal department or have that document reviewed by their legal department. That's the first step I would take, and that's what I would do if you called me having trouble using a financial power of attorney. The second thing I would do is call an attorney. Call an estate planning or elder law attorney who is familiar with dealing with financial institutions regarding powers of attorney. The second that I start asking the customer service rep's name, their identification number, so that I can name them them in a show cause action and write in our, you know, what our conversations were, were, right? The facts of what happened and why I'm bringing this suit against a bank, financial institution, financial planner, whoever it is. The second you start getting that information, they start squirming. I know I've done it a hundred times. People in my office can tell you I do it because that's exactly what I do. I want to know who I'm talking to. I want to know why they're denying me. I want to make sure that that decision is being made by an attorney who is familiar with North Carolina law and the full faith and credit act that makes that power of attorney good in any other state in the United States. And then if they want to come down from New York or wherever they are in their customer service department or the people making these decisions are, if they want to come down and come to court in North Carolina, they can do that. And that's called a show cause action. I would bring them here to show cause why they would not honor a legal, you know, under the law, perfectly great, notarized, witnessed, recorded at the Register of Deeds, put into action, agent is acting in good faith for the principal, power of attorney, and their bank is somehow creating policies that are above the law and they're unwilling to honor. Now, they won't have a good answer for that. And usually when that happens and I get to those points in the conversation, the conversation changes. There's usually a hold, let me get a supervisor, let me figure this out. Or there's a, let me call you right back, and then we get the thumbs up that everything's good to go. So I have had a good and positive track record with quickly moving those things along if you have trouble. But I have talked to people who come meet with me who have banged their heads against the problem of banks having really bad policies that run afoul of North Carolina law in the past, especially if you're dealing with out-of-state entities, okay? So 
if you have a problem using a legally drafted general durable financial power of attorney in North Carolina or beyond, and you are a resident of North Carolina, please feel free to give us a call. We generally set up free consults, and this is something we're very familiar with, especially if you're one of our clients and you have trouble, you better call me, and I will jump on that financial institution in a nice way, in a nice way to start with, but, you know, it irritates me, it irritates attorneys, it irritates, I know, families who are trying to move quickly to help their their loved ones um, and find out that sometimes bank policies or financial institution policies are, are not necessarily built around the law. Um, and certainly they're not above the law. So don't take them that way and be discouraged. So I would encourage you to not be discouraged, to not get run over um, in that respect. And if you have problems with one of those documents, please feel free to give us a call and you could schedule a free consult, um, right on our website at mcelderlaw.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Just wanted to pop on and say that. And, uh, because it was on my mind. So hope everybody has a good evening out there. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law State planning benefits and even probate We take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits